For this year's Feast of Corpus Christi, I'd like to approach things from a slightly tangential angle and think about what we heard described in those readings in terms of the preparations that were made for the Passover and for the Old Testament ritual covenant and see how that is a model for us for how we also need to prepare for the new Passover of the new covenant, how we also need to prepare when we come to Mass. Because there is a popular notion that kind of thinks of the Last Supper, the meal at which the Lord instituted the first Mass, as being a rather nice, cosy family get-together. Well, as a matter of history, it wasn't a cosy thing. It was a very precise ritual thing, that the Passover meal had a very definite structure to it. So there were four cups that interrupted the meal. There were four questions and answers harking back to the first Passover by which the Jews were rescued from slavery in Egypt. It was all very precisely prepared, and it had a, a dignity to it. that There wouldn't just have been a common cup used, but a precious metal, just as we in the Mass use chalices made of precious metals. And we see an indication of that in the Gospel narrative we just heard, that the meal wasn't just spontaneous. The Lord Jesus sent two of his disciples in advance to prepare to make the preparations. And it was prepared with fine and noble things. As we heard a reference there, a room furnished with couches. And we can note too the comparison with the first reading, where the ritual of the old covenant was described how everything again was precisely prepared, that the covenant commands were written down in writing, and Moses prepared an altar with 12 standing stones. Now, obviously, what we do in the Mass is a very different ritual, and it has very different preparations. But I think if we look to what I'm pointing to, those preparations, it can be a sign for us that this ritual of the new covenant, we likewise need to come prepared. And we also need to use fine things, just the way that vestments are used, and we use precious metals, and we say carefully planned prayers in the ritual. But it won't surprise you for me to say that the real preparation we need to be bringing to the Mass is our hearts and our minds. To make sure on one level just physically that we come here in good time, that we don't come late, so that we come here not in a rush, but in a physical state so that we can be recollected and focused. So that we can have our, our minds on the things of God that we're about to enter into. Not just distracted and wandering off thinking about what's going to be on telly tonight. And that our hearts, our hearts in prayer, can be focused on the Lord, focused on how the Lord, in this ritual he gave us, is here, is coming, coming to us. 
Because what's available to us in the Mass is something that, as we heard St. Paul saying, vastly supersedes what was available in the Old Covenant. What was available in the Old Covenant was a great thing, but the gift of Christ himself, his own blood, and not being fed just with manna in the desert, but with his very self, he who is himself the bread of life, giving us his very flesh and blood in the Eucharist. So at the end of Mass today, as we have the last couple of years, we're going to focus ourselves by having a brief moment of adoration. So we're going to expose our Eucharistic Lord in a monstrance, the word monstrance meaning to show um, in a thing made of precious metal so that we can look at him and adore him there. And then we'll be blessed by his Eucharistic presence. He who is the bread of life, he who is himself present, blessing us with his presence. So let's make sure we prepare for that every Sunday, but today especially with attentive and contrite hearts, hearts that are open to him and aware of the greatness of the gift he gives us in the Mass.